there's 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 always there's always more nothing wasted hello hey what's up y'all hey where are we looking at josh i don't know (laughs) this one okay happy to (laughs) (laughs) y'all there's three of them and we're like we don't know which one yes praise the lord we pray you guys are doing well today i pray that the lord is blessing you wherever you are at i know that he is blessing you wherever you're at i decree and declare right now that the 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 father is good and um it's the anointing that breaks the yoke so when i think about a yoke being tied to something that is not equitable and it's not for our good that Mm -hmm. it can actually break us down and not in the way that god intends us to be broken down Mm. um it's the anointing it's the identity it's the power that flows through your god-given identity that breaks the yoke of destruction so when you have that understanding then there's um there's a the enemy doesn't the, the worst thing to the enemy is that any person would come into the fullness of their identity and realize the weight because once you once you realize your full identity and the weight oh, wow. associated with it, like watch out because you're, because you're like, I, you're darkening every doorway. Like I come to set the captive free. I heard there was captives. Where are they at? Show me the captives so I may free them. <laughs> you just like start talking in KJV. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but that's real. If you've ever, if you've experienced any kind of liberty and portion of your identity being restored, and then you see somebody in oppression, there's this excitement yeah. and there's this joy of like, oh, no i know how to get out of this one it's it's almost like um if you know how to do something really well and a person doesn't you're like oh i know how to do this and i i get to explain or share or show how i you know how to do something so there's a joy that comes with teaching and instructing that's uh it's synonymous with human nature we love to share in our experiences god made us and when he created us he created us in the image in his in, in image and likeness of god so to me, that says that he loves family. He loves he loves the yeah. idea of family. He loves the idea that we share in our, you know, um, seasons together, yeah. which is the word tonight, right? It's and a, well, I mean, in so many ways, yeah. but yeah, it's a it's a it's an yeah. entire vibe, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm move this a little. Quick. I know it's. Little... <laughs> I pushed it away early because I was like, no, on camera. Like, so. I know. <laughs> oh, like well, how far can we go? <laughs> Jimmy's gonna be. <laughs> I love you, honey. <laughs> Blessings, man of God. I'm gonna keep it right where you put it. Man of God. Do it again. Man of God. Man of God. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. But there's no, a the the the, re- the joy and liberation is such a a real thing, and mm-hmm. being able to desire to see brothers and sisters mm-hmm. uh, not only set free but stay free mm-hmm. is such. Um, there's such a a weight on that. Mm-hmm. But even then, having the understanding that we come into authority, what we've overcome. So yeah. Um, and having that realization it's like oh word mm-hmm. copy mm-hmm. you used to have me but i'm gonna be now an excellent steward and study yes. of what it is that i've learned because i learned it in the appropriate time that's um, right that's so right and it's, it's 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 just continuing too, like continuing and all you're and all your um and all you're getting of knowledge, get a good yeah. understanding. And I find that understanding is multifaceted in the Lord. There are things that I understood in one capacity that then as time went on, then I began to learn and see different seasons will give you different vantage points. Oh, Maybe yes. at one point I'm here and I can see everything at this plane. Yeah. And then as I mature in another area, then I go here and then, oh, wow, now I can see another facet yep. to that area that maybe was um, veiled for me in that season of life. I find that um, I look back at even when our kids were younger and there were so many different ideas and thoughts about how your kids are supposed to be and what they're yeah. supposed to do and what you're supposed to do. 
but then you have to graduate from thinking how you do. There are certain things that yeah. you always keep as a parent, but then when they go into kindergarten and then when they roll their eyes at you, and then when they, <laughs> they're like, wait, I'm you're not, oh, wait, wait, wait. Mom would have reached over. I know. <laughs> oh, Two times. <laughs> twice <laughs> two times real fast and you're like what happened i'm <laughs> sorry but but there's transitions of seasons and responsibilities see if i were to parent my kid at two like i would when they're 12 well that's dysfunction yeah. you have to shift in times and seasons yeah. in appropriate maturation and so as the lord reveals one portion of understanding based on where you're at there are things you're not you might not see but that's where the word tells us continually to yeah. trust in the lord with all of our um you know heart mind soul strength and you know and also just to not lean on our own understanding because there there is such a thing as godly understanding yep. and then our own understanding yep. And we, real. we really have to trade and, and kind of uh, decipher, discern rightly, righteously in the power of the Holy Spirit, what is our understanding and what is from the Lord's understanding. Holy Spirit will lead you in guiding Come into on. all oh, understanding. He Come will on. bring you into the knowledge of his goodness. See, there's so much knowledge in the world. You could go on WebMD and you go on Google and like, nope, that's inaccurate. <laughs> and I don't even wait for people to leave. If someone tells me something, I'm like, huh, I'll get my phone. I will fact check you in front of you because I'm like, I'm just that way. I want to know. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> my teacher was all like, she's, you know, she's just a very naturally inquisitive person. And I'll be like, that's because I just be wanting to know everything. So. <laughs> it's true. I want to know. And I actually want to, I want to know more, not just to know, but to have a good understanding yeah. because I, I'm, there's a, con a weight of conviction on me that I don't, I don't feel um, responsible to have an opinion about something or um, a judgment on anything unless I know the fullness of that thing to as much as possible. Yep. Now, there's not a, there are certain things that you don't have to know and understand tangibly to have a, a weight of judgment yeah, because absolutely. the word tells us right and absolutely. wrong. And that's a that's a big portion of what our walk in Christ is supposed to continually be growing in is the difference in between what's right, what's good and what's evil. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the enemy makes things so blurry sometimes, but the discernment of the Lord is it's sharper than any double edged sword. The word of God will will rightly divide. And Jimmy bought this online. I mean, I can't I don't think they print them anymore. Um, tell me why this is like life changing. I'm not kidding. I'm. Um, yeah, this one is this one is the bomb. It's one of the older amplifieds, and I'm telling you, yeah, this one is from 1958, I guess. But it is so good because there are certain things that we lose in a generation of language changing. Ooh, say yeah. that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it's like you have to go and actually glean the goodness of what is right and what is not right in the sight of the Lord through the language where the enemy brings that blurry line yeah. often is through changing the language or, you know, kind of muddying yep. the content of what, or the context. Oh, that's not what that means anymore. Whereas I'm like, wait a minute. Yep. But it that, still does yeah, mean that, you know, exactly, you have exactly. to, you have to really rely on the power of the Holy spirit to bring discernment because if not, then, you know, the enemy will blur things in such a manner that it makes everything seem like it's okay. And it's, and it's, and it's not. not, yeah. We have a standard in Christ that we have Come to uphold. On. And that's, that's a privilege and such an honor to, to walk in the truth, in the light of Jesus in order 
um, not just to represent who he is, but just the fact that you get to be in relationship with the King of Kings every day that I'm alive. I'm like, God, I don't know how, but I feel like being in salvation and in relationship with Jesus is like winning the lottery. When I hear people complaining all the time or just living in a, in a cycle of something that is not... What are you, I'm like, knocking the coffee down. Okay. I hear you, Jimmy. I hear the coffee grounds. He's making coffee. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but just, it does feel like winning. It is like winning the lottery in the spiritual sense of the word. Like the fact that the Lord chose you, you know, and he, and that you get to walk out your faith, that you get to be in relationship with him, that you get to, oh my goodness, I'm just all sorts of, just if that's not Jesus calling, what is happening? Y'all forgive me. <laughs> oh my goodness. But just the fact that, I get to every day learn more about him. And when you're in a test, it's to be proven so that he can trust you with Come something on. more because to whom much is given, much is required. Um, there's just so much of this growth journey and walking out your faith with yeah. with God and then just being able to co-labor and being able to say, Lord, I don't know what to do here. Can you help me with this? Or being able to say, God, I know you saw, you were, yeah. you did that with you. I know you saw that. You did that. You're like, yeah, high five myself <laughs> by proxy holy spirit <laughs> but no, no, you did that you yeah did that. it's just it's it's a it's a veil that's torn from your mind and your spirit where you're able to understand and see even when your flesh is warring and raging against your spirit to try to get you to think completely different you know when we're doing a lot of the things that we've this region that we're called to let me tell you what it is not for the pain of heart <laughs> and we're, we're having to do like 90 percent of everything like when i got here i'm like oh just call a plumber you know <laughs> naive me <laughs> six months later you know what i mean like there's things here that is what like i know <laughs> jesus send, send an angel plumber lord like send an angel and fix it and i'm wake up and when i wake up it's gonna be done okay you know because my god can do anything don't don't mess with me <laughs> but he's like mm, you're gonna have to walk this one out and i'm like oh, patience is the mark of the apostolic isn't it <laughs> and it is and i have to learn how to walk things out but i mean this re this region isn't for the faint of heart so like yeah. continually i'm reminded lord you trust me god you've given me google you've given me <laughs> you, you, you came in clutch i know i'm an amateur youtube plumber like i came in clutch <laughs> amen <laughs> That's real. Jimmy, you should hear, oh, Lord, you do hear now. But, but I'm like, no, we can do that. I can, We can plumb this. We can do that. And Jimmy's like, Whitney, we cannot build a castle. Do you know what all that, you you know, that's my expression. Like, we can't build this. We can't do that. He comes in, you know, with sound reasoning and logic. And I'm there I am with faith and a hope and a dream and a like, and a smile. Like, we can do it. You know, sure we can, you know. And he's like, oh, babe, no, we can't. We got to call someone. <laughs> but even in that, in all the work, I, I could classify this past season of our life in Christ, just the past three years of being in ministry here, I would classify it as work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it has been so much work and the labor intensive work. I don't just mean like, oh, we work, you know, we pray and, you know, his, his burden is easy and his yoke is light. That sounds real great, y'all, but I know Jesus sweat blood too. <laughs> 
So think about that. Like, really? And that was, he did that in love. It is legitimately a labor Labor of love. love. And it was at an opportune time. Time. Come on. It was like, it's such Mm -hmm. a in order for us we I, I we've come to a place and we're gonna we're gonna get into the word and all that but this is this is very very like oh, i miss doing this with you i so know I, can't be t- <laughs> I feel like there's a partition i don't know if i like this setup i feel like it needs to be like this <laughs> maybe no i'm kidding <laughs> go ahead but i mean i mean if we're we're looking at uh <laughs> time <laughs> oh. we, we're, we, listen the the lord is kind and this he's is so a and high he's and lifted up for real high place. and lifted up in this in this place and yes. in this in this time yes. so we're looking at time right and we we have this uh idea of you know the child the children of issachar um to know times and season and to discern yeah. times and seasons mm-hmm. right um but before uh before man was created time mm-hmm. existed mm-hmm. right and so we have things we have the creation of the sun that orders time right mm-hmm. and so when the lord spoke and said let there be we see boom institute the institution of time and mm-hmm. tracking of that time and you can reference genesis chapter one for this but we're looking yeah. um if time was one of those things that the lord spoke and it hasn't and it's continuing to fulfill its work mm-hmm. right Right, and so we see that time over the course of uh, over the course of the years that man has been alive, time has been consistent. However, its deviations has been a product of the decisions that man has Ooh, made. Um, that's good. And so, if we look at the order of the Lord, uh, um, for those of y'all who are science nerd, hey TikTok. Um, for those <laughs> of y'all who are science nerds, is like how the Lord shows me things an- anatomically. Yeah. Right. And so, what He showed me was a cladogram with the times um oh. attached to it and so time has always been consistent if you're looking at time and evolution as consist because evolution is what the 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 mm-hmm. the uh, maturation of time mm-hmm. and the and the products of that time and the deviations of that so if we're looking at a cladogram right mm-hmm. and we see the deviations that happen what happens is that there mm-hmm. is decisions made at every point in deviation yep. that creates new classes and classifications of uh yep. Of, of of yeah deviations um of of decisions made yeah. by people and mankind right oh bless his high name thank you so much <clears throat> the king <laughs> the king just entered the room no I'm kidding thank you honey I'm joking the Lord is already here thank you thank you, thank you. but oh, the, look at the, look at the that king of coffee action, y'all Can I don't you, know what camera Josh. it is Josh look at the look at the phone action oh you see I don't know it to do it with my hands. I'm getting them all. Bang, bang. Look at that. Oh, look at that. That's that, that, like, you just have to go like this. Yeah. And you get that. That's how you know. (laughs) That's how, ooh, and it's strong. Right there. Look at that. That's that high class foam action. And I'm not even ashamed. (laughs) Not ashamed, nope. To have my stash. (laughs) And this cafecito. That's funny. That's Uh, hilarious. I'm not, I thought you were going to say coffee snob. I'm not either. I don't know what it is. You're all like, 
This coffee tastes like child labor. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who are. Yes. Someone on TikTok's curious what your favorite soup is. Soup? Me? Her? Both. Dry. Fran. Soup. Pollo guisado. Pollo guisado. I'm going to say, what is my favorite soup? Hmm. That's a good mm. question. Hmm. Favorite, favorite soup. I don't know. I don't know. I'll get back to you. <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite. That's such a yeah. random good question. I'm like, huh. Oh, oh, funny. I love it. Hey, what's up, Miss Soup? Yes. Um, I love it. So get, uh, we're looking at uh, time again as the as something that has been spoken mm -hmm. at the word and mouth of God, but has consistently evolved over time, right? Mm -hmm. By decisions that we make. So yeah. uh, what, what do you... I, the the notion is to prove this now biblically right yeah if you go to ecclesiastes mm -hmm. uh chapter three it says that there it starts out with there is a time for everything right yes. and so it says there's a time to give birth and a time mm -hmm. to die a time to plant a time to uproot what mm -hmm. is planted a time to kill a time to heal a time a time to tear down a time to build build up so on and mm -hmm. so forth it goes on for uh eight verses about the consistency and the uh, and and the specific delegations of time right. um and so uh what what happens is that we have to now refer to as time as an edict spoken by god mm -hmm. and so the sovereignty of time is that there is specific orders time places spaces and mm -hmm. uh for people places seasons and trends and uh and time and uh time places right right and so we see that there's an established order here the yep. sovereignty of yep. the order like we were talking about uh earlier yes. and so we see that between between one and the other, there's this deviation called mm. transition Come on. Um, that takes us from one point, from the place of birth, transition to the place of death, a place of sorrow, transition yes. to the place, because you don't just go one another. The seasons don't just go summer, fall, you know, it, it gradually, you gradually see changes in maturity mm -hmm. in time, right? And so, uh, what I love is that verse 15 says that which has already, uh, that which is already, uh, my bad, that which has been already and that which mm -hmm. has, uh, will be already has been mm -hmm. for God seeks what has passed by verse 16. Jesus. Furthermore, I have seen under the sun in the place of justice, there is wickedness and in the place of righteousness, there is wickedness. So yeah. what that means is that in the breakdown and in the order mm -hmm. of things, there's a time established for justice. There's a time established yes. for righteousness and there's a time but that time has been corrupted by wickedness yes. now what does this mean in a particular time season and mm -hmm. space the product and the fruit of that region time space and time is a product of what has been sown yes. so what you yes. sow in the season of transition Jesus. makes manifest uh manifest itself in the in the established order of time because what happens times and seasons will not change because that is the sovereign edict of the lord yeah. it tells us right here right there is nothing that changes under the sun it means mm -hmm. that they because of the sovereignty of god his word's not going to go back to him void and right. so because he's spoken let there be there now was right and so what that means is that there's a deliberate decision making mm -hmm. process that is in the place of believers where we have to be able to steward the transition well and be able to not only steward the transition right. but to maintain and make sure what is planted appropriately is uh, is in accordance with the appropriate time but what happens is that we don't understand or we don't study the time Come on. And so we are now. <laughs> I'm like, it's so good. I'm like, I'm trying not to mess her up because I'm like, it's so good. But that's mm. it. 
there's if what you do in the transition of that space that allocated yep. god ordained space and time requires the the hearing ear mm -hmm. the seeing eye god has made exactly. them both and so we have to hear see and know what the lord is transitioning exactly us. and i don't care if you know like I'll, I'll be very very real there are so many transition seasons that I feel like we've gone through even just people in general. If you through the past year with COVID, yeah. you probably went through about hundred seasons. <laughs> I was like, that was like dog years <laughs> times to the seventh power. I'm like, oh my goodness, it was so many different things that you probably um, had experienced within yourself in confronting disappointments and loss yeah. and grief and all sorts of things and, and just not knowing. Um, but if you leaned in the transition, like you leaned into you know, into learning how to abide. Some of you Come came on. out as totally different people and in, in your faith, you came out as lions like that. You know I mean? Like you came out knowing your authority and your identity in Christ, but it's knowing what to do in those transitions and then how to steward it, how yep. to lean into the, it's like, um, have you ever hydroplaned? Have you ever done that? Like when in your car, yeah. you're like, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> it was wet. It was wet. It was, it was slippery. There was a lot of water everywhere. And the snow just, was not cooperating. Yeah. And it was just, and I was like, yes, <laughs> take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, get us on this one. If you do this, you I'll do be good. I'll go to church. <laughs> this is a college days, right? You're like, I'll go back to church. I'll even go to prayer. I'll even give an offering. Get me out of this place, Lord Jesus. You know you guys have done I that. just want to leave. <laughs> I just want to leave. But you have to, there's a certain portion where like, if you don't lean into the skid, into the turn yep. appropriately, like with the right speed, letting off of your gas, not hitting your brake. Yep. You're not supposed to, you're supposed yep. to, you know, um, and then kind of like recorrect it. I, I went into, I think we, I was coming back from Montreal from our office maybe a year and a half ago now. Two, was it about a year and a half ago? I think in December. And there was something that I never heard. Some demon called a snow squall, like <laughs> like Bigfoot. I'm like, what is this? Snow, a squeal? Squall? What? I literally had no reference point. So someone that worked with me at the time was like, it's called a snow squall, you know? Yeah. And it, it just basically meant like it was a whiteout. And we were right before coming, you know, past the border. Yeah. And it legitimately was a whiteout. And then I hit one of those patches of ice. And I think we skid at a 90 degree angle for at least like probably four or 500 yards. Dang. Like, and then it had to still slowly. And every time I would start to put it straight, it would kind of, it would yeah. like yank the back wheels harder. And I yeah. was like, Jesus, Jesus. And I'm just focusing, yeah. like taking my foot off the gas and just kind of like, you know, riding us back slowly. Yeah. And anytime I would go too quickly it would like jerk back i was like oh too fast okay <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it out of this because i haven't preached in rome yet amen so y'all gotta get that pauline anointing paul would say i haven't preached in rome yet and that meant that he knew his assignment he knew the lord had told him something there there was an appointed time for him to do something and no matter what was happening he, yeah. he had been taken out stoned and stoned to death as i understand it and he knew yep. it didn't matter because the lord had told him prior you're going to come out of this alive even yep. though they beat the brakes off him outside of the city oh, he yes. knew <laughs> he knew i have not preached in rome yet yeah. you all have to have a vision from the lord so great and so and so clear in the understanding of the time and season that no matter what happens if you have not seen that thing come to pass yet 
uh, come what may, it's mm-hmm. going to be fine because I have not done this thing that the Lord has required of me and has shown me that he was going to have come to pass. Come you got a war with that prophetic word and prophetic vision that the Lord has given you and spoken mm-hmm. over you. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a good word. Did your eyes just went fire? So <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It is so. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> um, but we're looking at um, looking at the context of um, not knowing how to appropriately steward mm-hmm. the transitions and That's and then good. moving in. So what we the mistake that we make as uh, as a body is that we're going in with a uh, na- naivete mm-hmm. of what happens and what I need to make the I think I need to make distinction. Um, demon study. Come on. They do. They they, they know. know your lineage. They know your genealogy. Mm-hmm. They know your history. Um, why? Because times and seasons are yep. specific, right? And so the people born to a time and season, the mm-hmm. generations born within a time and season, yep. have a history associated with them. So there's been I will call I'll call them vices for this case and for this example yep. that affect specific lineage. You can see that there's certain people with a a history of uh, diabetes and mm-hmm. that runs in the bloodline mm-hmm. or like or or like addiction that runs within the bloodline and there's yeah. specific markers that demons Jesus, study Jesus. um and so what 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 are we told to do right we see that in daniel for example there was an angelic watcher that came down um to deliver a message mm-hmm. to daniel right so we are told we see that the the angel's job in the, right. the 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 assignment on that was to be a watcher watchers watch right they study mm-hmm. demon the d let me i i be very clear about this the demons don't know the plan but they do know the history right and so what that means is that they don't necessarily Come know on. the plan of god over your life but it does not mean that we do that they don't they don't know every mode of attack to try to port, put against you right and so what happens is that when we misunderstand mm. the timing of things or we misunderstand the period of time Jesus. allocated to a specific mode and to a specific period mm-hmm. in our lives what happens is that we become we if we we do not steward that properly we don't develop the arsenal that we need to fight against the enemy in that specific time and see that now the word of god is timeless yes however there is an apportioned time specific to your life your region your timing your destiny that are some that that some may come again but there are some that are like if you miss it you miss it you miss Um, it big right exactly and so what happens is when when we do not become appropriate uh uh, stewards Stewards, or students Mm -hmm. of understanding the times and seasons Mm -hmm. not just specific to your life but to your region and to the and unto and in in the global realm as well Mm -hmm. what happens is that we be we become we fight aimlessly and what is it paul says that i do not throw my punches Mm -hmm. aimlessly um into the air exactly and beating punching the air right and so what what we we become ineffective Mm -hmm. if we are on if we are if we become inept at discerning what right. it is that we're supposed to do. Right. Because you don't waste your, you don't waste your energy. I think if there's one thing I've seen under the sun, if I could take one from Ecclesiastes, yeah. um, all is vanity and striving after win. In this regard, that believers to have Christian, especially Western church believers, even Pentecostal and yeah. all of these different charismatic gifting and um, schools of theology, if I could say that one of the greatest grievances that I can physically feel sometimes in the church is that we spend, we waste so much time and waste. And I am not a time waster y'all. I, if I could, 
man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm. We waste so much time as a church talking or discussing or sharing about things that are not edifying. Ephesians 4.29 tells us, you know, to essentially to watch our mouth, to, to, to build others up in their most holy faith, that it may edify all who hear it. So that tells me that we have to be keen aware, you know, just keen watchers yeah. and responders and aware that there are always people listening. There are always people watching, whether you think it or not, you're representing. And even in Hebrews chapter 12, it tells us since we have such a great cloud of, of witnesses, witnesses there on. are your, your actions, your thoughts, your heart, your motive, the, the, the time that you're allocated, that you're, you, you're to, to be sowing and planting. There's a time to plant. There's a, yeah. there's a time to, um, you know, to pluck up, to, to, to glean your harvest, you know, there's times and seasons for everything and the time misappropriated, it's grievous to the ooh, Lord. Misappropriated mm-hmm. <laughs> time, it's illegitimate. It, it is. It, oh, that's good. That's oh. good. It is. It's illegitimate because it's not, it's not within the time constraint and order that the Lord Come has on. set forth. And let me, let me help you. There's, Every day is a right day to give praise to the Lord. Every time, every day you wake up, you have another breath. You have another Come opportunity on. to give praise, to give thanksgiving, to give an opportunity for the Lord to be glorified. I look at it like this. If I have 24 hours in a day and I spend four hours sleeping, five hours sleeping, whatever, however many hours sleeping, and then I spend eight hours working, how much out of those times should I be even praying? Lord, while I'm yet sleeping, while I'm yet doing my work, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. How much more should I have an opportunity? Because I look at it like I'm not just doing this for my relationship with God, but every single praise that I give out, every single uh, thanksgiving, every single shout, every single um, you know on. work done in praise and thanksgiving to God, I have an opportunity to, to help to cleanse my bloodline from not having to deal with something that, you know, murmuring and complaining in my bloodline brought forth as some type of um, oppression. So I'm like, Lord, let me just drown out murmuring and complaining out of my bloodline by praising you, by thanking you, by worshiping you, um, by singing songs of thanksgiving. Like, let me just do that. And let me continually be in a place where my heart is right towards you um, and towards other people which takes a little bit more work guys come on say amen no i'm kidding <laughs> you know it's true and if you, and if you say it's not you're lying <laughs> depending on where you're at in your life amen and amen but it's true the and for real though whenever i there's only one thing that makes the difference between obedience and sin and that's a season come on what was what was obedient in one season would then maybe be sin in another season yeah. because it's not the within, appropriate yeah, season. It's, it's not within the appropriate time. Maybe you were called to do one thing and the Lord's told you to do another and then you're not transitioning in that season. You've you've been bucking against doing the proper transition. And so because of that, you're in sin yeah. because, you know, delayed obedience, obedience is- Still disobedience. Still disobedience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So you don't get partial credit. Amen. <laughs> we have to be good stewards of the word of the Come on. of the transition of um the power that he's allocated to us. I love in Esther. She says, you know, if you know, if 
if somebody else shows up and, 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 you know, advocates for the Jews, then if, if relief doesn't come from us, who knows, somebody else yeah. may rise to the occasion and bring relief to the Jews. She said, but who knows for maybe we were born, maybe we were called for such a time as this. And it's, and she, that was when she had called a three day fast from yeah. the other, you know, Jews so that the people would be spared. And I find that had Esther not taken the time to actually discern righteously what her appropriate measure and metric of response was to be, yeah. who she was to communicate it to, how she was, what she was, what yeah. was her action, what was her reasonable action, what was she to command or request for the other people to do, then exactly what yeah. she says. Who knows? Because I find too, like Esther is the only book that I know of where it doesn't say God like one time within the entire chapter of the book. But it's but it's yet such a historical and yeah. such an accurate and beautiful book that it explains how the Lord preserved an entire nation yet again through the actions of obedience. Come There's on. an obedience that requires um, a full surrender and humility to honor. And it doesn't it doesn't always look like what you think it's going to look like. But the Lord will put you in austere environments. He will put you with people who are not believers like he did with Esther. And he will give you influence among great people in mm. order to, to preserve an entire nation. And right now, my the grief and the concern that I have for the body is that we don't properly discern we don't we we look with this in the natural and we yeah. don't inquire of the lord we've already known it all we've already done it all yep. we think we know oh i know what that is because i've encountered that before have you inquired Come of on. the lord to actually ask him and say father this is what i believe this to be I need you to confirm this in your word. I need you to give me a knowing in my Come spirit. On. And then if you miss it, be grown enough to say, oh, I missed that. Yeah. Lord, forgive me and help me to not miss it again. It's it's the humility that will keep Come you on. in step with the right time and season. Come on. Oh, you said that. Yeah. You can't be inside trying to be cute when it's time to be outside supposed to be digging and planting and, and plowing. Come it's on. Plowing is not cute. Mudding and taping, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Painting and breaking down walls is fun. fun. No, I'm kidding. That's fun. fun. That's very fun. fun. I think I almost hung off of that. Uh, the door. What was that door frame oh, with yeah. the yellow, with the crowbar thing? It wouldn't come. I was like, ah! and then I, I think I actually got up off the ground and I just swung there for a minute. I was like, it's not coming down. I was like, I might break this whole wall down by the time it comes down. It I just fun. swung a little bit. You know, it was, it was fun. You have to have fun when you work. You have to have fun in the Lord. I can't, I don't know how to do it outside of having fun anyway. For real, because yeah. yeah. people be people. Eh? Yeah. And so. You have to find joy in the stuff that you're, that the Lord has encouraged you, um, exhorted you, and entrusted yeah. you to, to have. You have to find the joy in that. For real. So. I love that you, you'd said, um, there's humility like in it uh mm -hmm. because that is the mark of maturity and so like it we're, we're uh looking at it from the from the stewarding transition means that there has to be a humility associated mm. to be like yo i haven't arrived yet mm -hmm. <laughs> um literally have not arrived um right. yet and in so doing um having the the honest the very real honesty within that saying hey i'm in between time mm -hmm. and so like train that's what transition is it's the yeah. in between the fullness of time ah. and so there's a posture required um in that and that is mm -hmm. am i going to do this maturely or mm -hmm. am i gonna like 
cover and you know whining complain you were mm -hmm. mentioning you know the murmuring and complaining more more, more so uh in the context of what it brings forth generationally yes. speaking and oh, it yeah. reminded me of systems systems are built in time mm -hmm. and so when you have the seeds of miss when you have the seeds uh in transition <sighs> bless you bless um you. the seeds of transition um that aren't how do I say corrupted seeds planted in sea in, in seasons of transition mm -hmm. birth systems later. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, how seen it the, here. Yeah, Jesus. it's a, it's a, it's a real thing. And so what, how do we look at the evidence of this is that when you're looking at, for example, I'll use the, the, the mm -hmm. context of the Nephilim, for example, in Genesis chapter six, it tells us that the sons of God or the Nephilim at that time saw the daughters of, uh, men and took for them themselves all wives they had an understanding that they were in the that there was mm -hmm. a plan to come um where uh there where the lord was going to come but if they corrupted a bloodline right. that appointed time or as galatians 5 chapter uh, mm -hmm. galatians chapter 5 tells us when the fullness of time had mm -hmm. come the lord sent his son for us so what they tried to do was to co Jesus. corrupt the actual bloodline mm -hmm. so what that brought was a system of 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 we see a legit system of corruption yeah um at work mm -hmm. and at play and so we see that there's there can be illegitimate seeds planted in seasons mm -hmm. of transition that will corrupt the established order so Come we on. looked at ecclesiastes chapter uh chapter 3 15 and 16 where it's talking about in the place of justice there was wickedness yeah in the place of righteousness there was wickedness so if the seeds of wickedness are planted in an if you missed let me let me be clear about this mm -hmm. if you miss if you mishandle a season of transition, what you what you mm. are going to see the effect of it in the in the subsequent season. Jesus. Now, in a regional in a governmental capacity, mm -hmm. you're looking at these seeds of corruption being planted in mm. seasons of very very stark transitions in history mm -hmm. that birth systems of oppression, and this has been done time and time and time yes. again. And dare I say that has been perpetuated by the church. Uh, I'm not going to get it mm -hmm. by for some portions of it because we as a body of response responsible mm, for some the of the systems that have Jesus. been created and mm -hmm. so like we're we're gonna we're going there um and so in that we have an understanding that there are some there is some work that has mm -hmm. to be done as mm -hmm. a body to uh to not only rectify what has been done but to also to to do the word the intentional work Oh, Jesus. for us to for uh, for the body to move forward in the authority that we've been given mm. and so uh being able to mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. uh appropriately steward the the seasons of transition mm -hmm. that we are in as believers Jesus. so that we can make sure that cycles and systems are broken, broken for 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 Jesus. posterity yeah. Yeah. um because that's what we that's that's the kingdom work mm -hmm. that we've been called to yeah. uh to deliver people to deliver regions to deliver uh to break uh systems of oppression Hallelujah. and so yes, um Lord we 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 can we have a we are beholden mm -hmm. to uphold the word of the lord and he Thank wants you, to Jesus. see us delivered and so we have to get back to a place mm -hmm. of we are being good bereans and being good yeah. students of times and season be more in tune with holy spirit saying lord what is it that you want me to do at this particular point we Thank and you, yes lord. we have an understanding that we see in part and we know in part right. however we have a responsibility to be beholden to that part yeah. um and being able to uh, effectively operate in the context in which we are called to by mm -hmm. appropriately stewarding the times that we are in. Yes. Um, yes. That, uh, the, yeah. Mm. 
And Jesus answered, Matthew 21, 21. And Jesus answered, oh, 21, hallelujah, 21, hallelujah. 21. 21 sounds pretty mature to me. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesus answered and said to them, truly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to this fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. See, at that time, Jesus had cast he had cursed the fig tree and said, you will not, you're not yeah. growing when you're supposed to Come be growing. On. You're not doing what you're supposed Come to be on. doing. You're Come not bearing on. fruit when you're supposed to be. See, how many of you know that you could actually also be um, born into misappropriated seasons? Come on, that is Somebody so misappropriated time on your behalf and then you're born into a war that you had no, no say so in yep. and you're born into the ramifications thereof. See, that's why the Lord gives us the authority and the word of God to be able to pluck out to pluck up to root out Mm -hmm. to to grab hold up and literally utterly destroy and cast down every single vain thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of christ jesus see knowledge speaks to a time and a season of culmination of events and and understanding and see when we know the fullness of time as it pertains to a particular thing we we consider that thing knowledge we consider to have obtained um, a, a practical knowledge, a working knowledge of a, of a subject matter um, or, or, or a topic because of a, a, a maturity of time has gone, has come to pass. And we have had an opportunity to what? To observe, yeah. enter the hypothesis, uh, what is it? The seven steps of whatever <laughs> hypothesis or whatever. <laughs> You've had the scientific em- method. Yeah, yeah. The si- that was it. You know what? It- anyway, that. So we're taking time to see these steps and we're observing yep. to watch this thing come, come to pass. And as we're observing over time, then we're able to have a knowledge base or have at least some type of um, some type of confidence in what it is that we're trying to establish, yeah. some type of theory, some type come of on. working knowledge of a subject or, a, or of a theory or whatever it is, um, because time has passed. So what was Jesus's, uh, what was his gifting? It was that he superseded time. Mm-hmm. That was one of the many giftings that he operated come in. On. He superseded time. He didn't need to, he was able to look there at the fig tree and say, there's not, there's, you're supposed to have fruit. You don't have fruit. Some of us need to stop waiting and watching for so long to try to let so many things come to pass in order to prove what the Lord has already proven. If you see something that is out of season in your life, if you see that that fig tree is supposed to be bearing fruit and it's not, you better use the word of the Lord that God has in, in, you know, endowed you with and curse that thing out of your life and say, the Lord rebuke you, Satan, get behind me. And in the name of Jesus, I just also want to declare and decree that the, that the blood of Jesus will utterly pluck out and flood every single area of inopportune time that has been uh, robbing or hindering your walk there to go forward. See, there's this stunting that takes place where people then, when they become stunted, you have no other opportunity. You have no other option, but to either learn Learn how to live underneath your appointed time and season, underneath your privilege is what the word would say, is what the Lord would say right now. Or you have to learn, you have to fake it and learn how to mimic or learn how to um, essentially uh, usurp authority by way, Mm. illegitimate ways of control, manipulation, intimidation. So that's not from the Lord. When you mature in the seasons that God has given you, 
you're able to grab hold and it doesn't matter if you don't know how all things work mm. but you are still there the humility the key yeah. of humility to humble yourself in order to learn that knowledge base of how the lord would reveal his good work in you but where we don't submit to a process to be fully processed in time well then now we don't know how to discern if the fig tree is not supposed to Come is on. it supposed to be is it not supposed to be because there's an uncertainty because you haven't been processed see i find where people have not been processed in the word of God, there is an uncertainty and a mimicking and a mockery and almost this, um, this inability to really reconcile the authenticity of who God created them to be. See any, depending on the day <laughs> for me, you may hit me. I may turn the other cheek <laughs> on another day. I may get you one, two times before you, if you've looked at what, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and that's real because my definition, <laughs> it's real. It's true. And that's, that's the whole thing. But yeah. the humility in me is that I want to be more like Christ. I want to say that if you will come for me, that I would turn the other cheek because the word says, because yeah. Jesus, who I strive to be after says that that's how I'm to be. So if anything that would exalt itself against knowledge of Christ, I, we pull those things down because they're vanity. So it's funny. It's true. And it's very <laughs> true. <laughs> Depending on where we're at in the, in the scope of the day, have I slept? <laughs> have I had coffee? What have I prayed enough? I pray you, the Lord knows sometimes when people cut up, if I'm on a fast, I'm like, Lord, I'm too tired. He's like, I know because your flesh is dying. I'm like, you're so kind to me, Father, because if I wasn't on this fast, I sure would be hyped. <laughs> but that's the kindness of the Lord is knowing the times and seasons. Yep. To me, my, this is a me definition that I, I tell uh, Jimmy, I tell dad all the time. I'm like, you know, to me, the, the definition of maturity is doing what's right in Christ consistently. Yeah. So it's like, it's not just, okay, the hit and miss, but the maturity is that you can do something consistency consistently. It shows that you have a competency of how to replicate, how to continually do, yeah. do, you know, not do the donuts, but how to do what is righteous even when it's difficult, yeah. when it's sunny outside, when it's cold outside, when you're in a s snow squall, <laughs> squeal, because I sure did squeal. I was like, <laughs> you know, no matter what season it is that you can do what's righteous, you can do what's right in the Come Lord on. consistently, no matter what the environment, like just a rhythm of grace, a yeah. rhythm of, um, of understanding of who he is, a rhythm of response, Ooh. because it doesn't Ooh. matter how things look, it could be a completely different environment. I could Absolutely. be tropical at the beach and, and just be vibing, right? Yeah. <laughs> For my mouth to God's ears. Um, <laughs> I said, I sure did say when I was covered in uh, all that stuff from the work earlier after, after work work, uh, what did I say after everyone left? I was like, I'm, I'm ready, ready for, for vacation. vacation. I was like, I got to go shower. Um, but I could be in that environment and still not be lulled to sleep. You can yeah. see that's the whole thing. It's like some people have to learn how to change transition into different environments yeah. and still respond righteously because it doesn't matter what the environment around you is the atmosphere of heaven in you should Ooh. have you maturely responding righteously responding 
It doesn't mean that you have a, you know, a, a step one. Okay, I'm supposed to respond like that. Step two, it's that you have a living relationship with Christ. So that means that in him, yeah. you get your information. In him, you're, you you make your decisions. You're like, okay, should I, Lord, I sense this. What do you say I should yeah. do? You know, please lead me in this area. Should I, should I witness to this person? Yeah. Am I to pray for this person? Holy Spirit doesn't, you know, there's not a lot of time to, to question. Most of the time when it's something like that, he's like, and when you go do, do it. it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> after <Copy>. that. <laughs> <laughs> so um the time is always uh the the most valuable precious thing that the lord has given us and where we are not proper stewards of it in the righteousness of his word where we don't allow the word to judge and weigh and process us through it then there there's no cutting corners in the kingdom there, not there there's no usurping there there are certain areas where you might have something expedited and that's something that was spoken over dad and i recently jimmy and i recently maybe uh less than a year ago so october last year so not a full year yet but yeah. it was acceleration 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 and it has seemed like i mean i will preach about something and then have to <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> so there has been an accelerated work and in, in the authority in the realm of the spirit yeah. and so with that is a matched is a growing yeah. matched understanding that what we say we will eat that's why the word says you know the power of life and death is, is in your tongue. tongue those who love yep. it will eat the fruit thereof so you Come better on. love the fruit of the word that's coming out of your mouth if you do not want to have something negative stop saying negative stuff Come on. if you don't want to have death stop speaking death Come on. so even though this i'm i am this area is a, a difficult area i praise the lord that he is bringing he is bringing reinforcement yep. he is bringing the people of god that need to be here in order to see the revival and the harvest and the replenishing that Come needs on. to take place here there's been a lot of generational curses and, and and um injustices that have done here for been done here for a very long time i feel like often and i know often we live <laughs> in a in a response of that injustice in my household we do here and you know part of how we combat that is by reversing it we pluck out we uproot we we declare that the the righteousness of christ jesus when i see racism come against my household on a continual weekly basis when i see uh maltreatment and things of that nature happen um, in this region or even in our ministry. Yeah, I said what I said. Praise the Lord for you. But when I see that in uh, the inequality of treatment in so many different ways, and when I see that I can tell one person something, but if it comes from another certain type of mm -hmm. person, they'll receive it like that. And I say, God bless them, Lord, as long as they get your word, I don't care. Because that's the whole thing. If your ego is in it, then you're not going to yield the fruit. But oh, even in knowing that, that it, do you think it doesn't hurt? Because what did dad say recently? He was like, like, um, the Lord says to have a living sacrifice. So, so yeah, it sounds good. Dead men don't say ouch, but when you are a living sacrifice, you're alive mm -hmm. and ouch, yep. it hurts. It does, but you know what? That's, that's greater for the kingdom. See, that's what I know for a fact that. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, that that's real. He says a living sacrifice. So it's, it's so true. We are a living sacrifice and your life in Christ is that you definitely are going to feel some things. Oh, oh okay. Ooh, oh no hi <laughs> you are gonna feel some things you're definitely gonna feel and you know what that's the whole thing that is what a sacrifice of praise is you're if it's not a 
it's not a sacrifice if you don't feel it. <laughs> if, if you don't That's feel real. it, if That's you don't real. feel the, the weight of giving something up, then is it even really constituted as a sacrifice? You have to Come feel on. that in order for it to be a sacrifice when Oof. you would rather be doing X, Y, and Z, but you're like, Lord, uh, this is my reasonable act of service to yep. you. I present myself as a living sacrifice. That means that it does have to, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. You have to feel the weight of giving something up in exchange for, there has to be uh, mm. uh, an understanding that you're trading with heaven and, and you're going to trade one way or the other. I've often said this before, you're going to trade your time for money if you have a job mm -hmm. or in whatever you're doing you you got to because you're alive yeah. you know the, jesus told me in this life you will have troubles <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> enter biggie more money more, more. anyway <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> more money more wisdom is what i say <laughs> you gotta have more way more wisdom more money but for real so you're you're gonna trade your time your money right your time in exchange for your money that's how you get your paycheck whatever whatever pays your bills amen, amen. um you're gonna trade your the word tells us to trade our sorrows for joy there's a trading there's always going to be an exchange you're going to trade an emotion for something else you're going to trade yeah. time for education your degree yeah. is money and time let me help you it is a whole lot of money and a whole lot of time and, and really the church to my left sometimes. said amen <laughs> 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 like, it really was just a piece of paper no, and just, no, no i don't know like I, that it, no, 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 yeah. no, nah, but sometimes you'd be like, <laughs> Josh is like, well, <laughs> set the, set the like, communications major. <laughs> what but, is it, 99% of communications nonverbal? Yeah, my nonverbal cues for this one was just like, yeah, I, I, it was a struggle. <laughs> it was, the Lord is kind. But your the, program was legit. I read something recently and, um, I forgot which, oh, he's a really good Wall Street Journal um, journalist, but he was saying about how like 70 something percent of master's degrees are just, you know, they're, they're not helpful, not useful, and how they don't have any regulation on what they can charge people for their master's program. So the, he said among some of the most useless are the one year certificates of a master's program that really doesn't really give yeah. you that tangible thing, you know, um, expertise in an, in a particular area. And they'll offer these things, these classes and these courses and these master's uh, degrees in at just astronomical prices because there's no regulation mm, yeah. on how much that they can charge you or not charge you depending on the public or private university. And I For was real. like, man, Lord, this That's is inequity. It is. It's, it is seriously. It's, it is inequity. It's, it's injustice too, because yeah. I know people personally that I worked with, um, in Quantico who the, even during, um, my coworkers, uh, master's program, she was constantly going 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 her dissertation all of her stuff that she was doing and her the prices that she was paying in order just to graduate just to do it and then the second she graduated they were at her door with interest i was like oh my goodness they're ruthless <laughs> filthy lucre <laughs> sally may was like hello sally may <laughs> waste no time you be getting the great you be getting the on yo the written the show i mean let me just tell for them, a minute tell them, preach. <laughs> Tell, tell them about the, the graduation dangers. day <laughs> the sins the dangers of debt <laughs> and even education debt because they make it like you have to do this there For are real. not enough jobs in these categories of these master's degrees of these higher educations so people burden themselves down thinking oh my goodness i have to do this societally to yep. in order to maintain a good uh you know 
a good income yep. and and in order to maintain some type of status and to be um, considered worthy professionally. But the truth is, if you're going into debt to get to a place and you're you're consistently just burying yourself in, in debt, the word of God tells me to, oh man, nothing but love. So debt is a devil. <laughs> and I'm telling you what, she the Lord what she came to break the yoke of debt. And, and the church <laughs> said, amen. Amen. So Josh is over there. <laughs> I love it. Because here's the thing. I don't mean to be how I am with stuff like that as far as like itemizing, like, well, what does what's the cost and worth? And and I am the I am not a stingy person by any means. I'm like, what the Lord said. The Lord said, give, we're giving, right? Yeah. But it's not so much about that. I'm a giving person, but when it comes to um again that muddy mixy middle where the lord will will warn you in his scripture not to be entangled into a yoke of bondage Bondage. again that's what the cycle the sin cycle of injustice and debt gives you it's like be not entangled in the yoke of bondage again it says that at galatians you know or I think it is Galatians. Yeah. And yeah, it's Galatians. He says to be not entangled in the yoke of bondage again. So to me, that says that just like with debt, you get out of debt. And then if the cycle isn't broken, if the habit isn't broken, then you will be right back in it the second you get out of it. And and I'm speaking from experience. I remember like, okay, I'm going to pay this much more by principle of this and this and this and this and, and then doing that. And then something comes up and it's not, it wasn't always like, it wasn't necessarily when we were younger and had younger kids, like frivolous spending. It's like, oh no, I need tires. What are we going to do? You know? And so you end up doing that. So that's what I'm saying. Like if the Lord supernaturally made it so that the Israelites shoes didn't even wear out, come on on, guys, we're the church of Jesus Christ. We have the power and authority within us. Why don't we begin to declare and decree those things? Father, if you made the Israelites shoes, not even wear out, I'm decreeing and declaring that my property, my possessions, my land, everything attached to my name is not Come going on. to wear out. When I see stuff starting to break, I rebuke it. I'm not kidding. I mean, well, <laughs> dad's Hellcat. I was like, well, the Hell Kitty is parked because the, there was some factory defect. His heart went to the, he went to the sunk place. He was like, and they couldn't get no rim. Blockchain supply shipping is all jacked up. They were like, aluminum rim, oh, for one rim, oh, it's going to be. He's like, nope. And I said, I sure did say, oh, no, 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 no. Surely there's a better price. And so I think finally it's coming in this week. But that's after not having that car for a month. I was like, Lord. Uh, we will praise you in this season of having to share a car because even though we work and live like one mile away, sometimes I'm like, are you driving? It? I'm like, I'm going to Lowe's. He's like, well, no, you're not. I'm coming with you. I'm like, you are not ruining my Lowe's trip. Not today, Satan. Not today with one car. We're all spoiled. I'm like, Lord Jesus, thank you for our vehicle. I better stop being oh, entitled because that's that comes on real quick too. But my point being... <laughs> Whatever your name is attached to, the Lord has given you the authority to speak life over and say that if the Israelites didn't even, their their shoes didn't wear yeah. out, their, their stuff didn't wear out. We have that same authority. He is still the same God. Even then, he will do it even now. He will deliver. He will set free. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that stops the cycles. It's the anointing that breaks cycles of uh, addiction, depression, sociological, economical um 
depravity because the Lord called us to live above these areas. And and then what does David say? He says, you know, creating me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me and take not your Holy Spirit from me um, that I may even go on and teach other people about your ways and Mm. how to avoid the same pitfalls. That's the whole thing. If you have had these prophetic pitfalls and the Lord will birth in you prophetic processes Mm. to keep you out of the pitfalls. And then even if you go into the pit as Joseph, some of us are ordained in different times and seasons that we have to go through those pit seasons. And if you ask dad what a pit is, it's a prophet in training. So when you're in the pit, you're a prophet in training. Come on. That's that's Jimmy. That's Jaime Canales (laughs) all day. (laughs) You're you're if you're in the pit in those seasons, you're a prophet in training because we are a prophetic people. Not necessarily meaning that you're called to the fivefold office of a prophet. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying those pit seasons are are perfecting you and you're you're being perfected. You're being prophetically um you're that prophet in you is being it's in training you're learning how to steward the greater more excellent gift which is love because when you're in the pit when you're in the pit you got to glean to the love of jesus christ you have to glean to the light of christ you have to look up from where your help comes from because the when you're in those seasons it's in those seasons that everything you're doing is being tested and weighed in proportion to your destiny Imagine what Joseph went, you know, what he went through and he didn't do anything wrong to deserve that treatment. He literally from the beginning to the end, he didn't do anything wrong to deserve the treatment that was given to him. But it was part of the Lord's process for his life in order to sustain and in order to preserve the nation. So, you know, it's so much not about us. Even what I'm talking about here with the, you know, with all of the racism and the things that we've encountered here, more and more, I find myself saying, it's not about us. Uh, you don't like Jesus in us. And if, if it offends you, if it, if his tattoos offend you, if, if um, anything else offends yeah. you of any sort of my household <laughs> you know um just then, be agitated <laughs> I mean, yeah. you want to talk about demons manifesting when fran goes to lowe's with me it is the north countryest <laughs> place of like meeting and they all kind of like what are you doing you're like what are you doing here who let you in you know like we get every eye like looking like that and I just discern and I say, Lord, bless those who persecute us and vilely treat us because yeah. that's the only thing that separates our faith from, from an unbeliever. If you don't, if you just pray for people who are nice to you and love you, your religion is worthless. And I can assuredly say that with the anointing to back it, because yep. I'm telling you, the Lord has placed such a burden of conviction on my heart. When people persecute my household, my husband, my daughter in Christ, any, anybody that we're connected to me, I I say, Lord, bless them. Father, keep them. Have mercy on them because that's the only thing that makes my religion righteous. It's yep. the only thing that makes my relationship righteous. And yes, I said religion because that's what the word says. Yep. If any man does, does you know, just these things for the people that are good to him, then your religious yeah. is, is worthless. Your religion is worthless. So, you know, um, you're, when you're in those testing, when you're in, you're in the testing, when you're in the trial, when you're in the persecution from brothers and sisters in Christ who find it more appealing to to uh you know compete or to talk negatively about you in a season of transition where they're supposed to be actually kind of being a surrogate because that's another thing we're supposed to enter in the womb of transition you need coaches you need midwives you need people who are there rooting you on and saying you can do this 
I'm holding an uh, you hold an ankle, you hold an ankle. <laughs> we got this. There's a bit. This is the most awful, incredulous pain you've ever been through. But I'm telling you what, at the end of the tunnel, legitimately, yeah. there's gonna be new life. <laughs> at the end of the, there's gonna be new life. You oh, can just man. you can bear anything. Just breathe yeah. through it. Breathe through it. You need the wind of the Holy Ghost to help you to breathe. You need the lamas. We need the midwives. <laughs> Where are you guys at? We need you in Christ. We need all of you guys. Come on. Teach us how to breathe because we make ugly faces in labor. You you poop on yourself in labor. You do some things that you would be very embarrassed about, but you're too much in pain to really care. So if you see somebody in the labor pains of transition, know that they're birthing a beautiful baby and it is the most incredibly painful thing. You could probably, you feel like Come your on. life is being torn apart from the inside out, legit. So yep. in those seasons, when you see somebody in, in the kingdom in labor, Help them to push, help them to breathe, yeah. encourage them, grab an ankle. Cause yeah. if you're close enough to see it, that means that you're invited there. You must be, <laughs> amen. <laughs> we love you guys so yeah, much. For real. Kind of taking a few detours, but it's okay. <laughs> the Lord loves this word and he's putting blessing and yeah. fire and breaking yokes. No, if they're, uh, well, okay. No, it's not. It's never too late till it's too late, said you to me, remember? <laughs> Amen. So <laughs> we're going to, Fran, do you have anything else before we pray? Nah, not even a little bit. You just, I miss doing this. This is fun. Even though this setup is a little bit. I'm going to give you that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what we did. I was, I was, I sure did give you rock, paper, scissors. I give you my, let's do it again. Rock, paper, no, I'm kidding. Next time, Josh, next time I'm a rock, paper, scissors you for this seat. We're going to, we're going to decide who's doing what after all the mudding and painting of the day. I, it was an exhaustive day. She was like, do you want, I was like, I'm so tired. I'm afraid what's going to come out of my mouth. Lord, help me. I'm like, father, you know, I'm the weaker one. No, I'm kidding. Where I am weak, you are strong. He is so kind to me. Oh, and you know what's funny? People keep on coming to me about things that are legitimate things that I have prayed for and they're confirming or saying, Hey, I need to pray for such. And I'm like, Oh, the Lord really heard that. And mm -hmm. he put the, he put the memo out. Like there was a, for about maybe a week straight where so many people kept coming and washing my feet. And if you've ever had your feet washed, it's very humbling. Like you, like just sitting there and being like, Oh man, it's a, it's a very humbling experience. You have to be full of humility to sit there mm -hmm. and have your feet washed. And I'm like, man, did heaven put out a memo on me? Because every, like people just, no one was talking to each other. I'm sure of it, yeah. but they just kept coming and doing that. And it's like when heaven sees your heart and he sees, you know, the Lord sees what you're doing. He knows your heart. He knows your needs. He knows exactly what you need before you even ask it. Like there's, there's a portion where he meets our, um, our incapability, our exhaustion, me, I'm talking about me. <laughs> he meets our uh, inabilities with his abilities. He meets mm. our weakness with his strength. Mm. And to know him in the power of his goodness and his kindness and his strength, I would take that any day for my mm. own self-righteous pride and vanity. I will, I don't care. I will be a fool before man and stand tall before God Come before on. I ever try again to operate in my own strength. I want all of him and more of him. And if that is you today, 
I pray <laughs> transition. <laughs> if that is you today, that you know that you have been working on your own strength and you desire more of the power of the Holy Ghost, I want you just to um, ask him right now. Take the take take keen um you know, good advantage of the opportunity to request of the Lord that he would come into your heart in such a profound way and actually illuminate the areas that you have been entangled and yoked, enslaved to these different sin cycles. Ask him to create a clean heart in you and come to on. renew a right spirit in you. And I'm just going to go ahead and pray that because I feel the fire of God le legitimately purging out. Like I see almost like these clogged arteries where the Lord is literally mm. like going through the veins. And it's like this, this beautiful blue fire that's literally just sh shooting through shooting through these veins and these um these arteries and he's cleansing and he's purifying he's um regenerating and you're going to be able to breathe again you're going to be able to take deep breaths and say i don't have to stress i don't have to worry i don't have to strive after the approval of man or even after my own um unrealistic expectations because the word tells me that everything the father does is for my good that the father loves me that he created me for such a time is this he made me with a purpose and and with Come a capacity on. to contain his goodness and i want to exude the goodness and the kindness and the love of jesus christ i want to exude the power and the authenticity of who he created me to be i don't Come want on. to be a cookie cutter of anybody else i want to be exactly Come who on. god the authentic thumbprint of the of the anointing and, and the holiness that he placed over my life because when you get into that portion into that realm of identity it's where your power that the lord has endowed to you that breaks the yoke of Come oppression on. resides it's in your unique identity that the enemy has tried to attack so hard it's why you have in all of these different areas of uh, media and, and and social media and all of these different things to try to take that authenticity away from you is because the creative power of the holy ghost is legitimately Come in on. the word it's why Come everything on. in your life competes against the word for you to Come stay on. out of it Ooh. so that you don't get the creative authority and the authenticity that's only birthed in the word of god so I just release right now in the name of Jesus Christ, the fire of the Holy Ghost and the unction to pray, the unction and the insatiable desire to read and devour the word like never before over your sons and daughters. I pray that those sons and daughters, um, the, those who are led by the spirit of God, your sons and daughters would be so entrenched and so enamored with the word of God. They would desire earnestly have an appetite change that their appetite to devour the word of God would just increase increase overnight as if they were pregnant and they were just hungry all the time but they would hunger and thirst after your righteousness father for your namesake God for your namesake father that you may be lifted up father that you may be glorified in this in this time and in this season Lord may they be trajectory changing yes, curse Lord. breaking yes, anointed Lord. men and women yes, of God who legitimately set Lord, captives Lord, free Lord, who break Lord, debts Lord. who break chains yes, who break yes, enslavement Lord. off yes, of their Lord. children's children's yes, children's Lord. children Come i don't on. know about you but everything that i'm building right now in christ the image of christ jesus Come in on. my faith and in my walk Come and in on. my identity and just that in that intentional time spent with him that intentional work whitney go do this okay you got it i'm gonna go and do that right now whatever i'm doing and building i'm asking the lord to be glorified in it i don't care how small how big how great if i 
I wear a, a nice shirt at work, you especially in this season, I'm like, where's my other shirt? Someone tried to, <laughs> I came up to the construction stuff earlier today and someone was like, um, you're wearing the wrong, you're wearing a white shirt. I was like, I know, but I'm prepared. I'm changing right now. You have to know when to change yeah. times and Come seasons. On. You got to have Come your, on. you got to have your work shirt in the bag prepared Come to on. roll up your sleeves and do work, son. And then you got to... <laughs> <laughs> you got to have your your nice shoes put away there because you got to be able to shift times and seasons in the same day. Come the on. girls have been with me for the past few days here. Yesterday, I was like, nope, got to go email right now. Come on. We don't have time. We're not changing. We're going right over there. You're going to come with me, little little ducklings, and we're going to go email. We're going to go do some stuff. We're going to go sit in some meetings if we have to, and then we're going to go right back up here, and we're going to do the other work we have to do, yep. and you got to be able to transition with what time and season you're in and be good with that. Because Amen. it's an honor to serve the Lord. It's a privilege. We get to do this walk, y'all. And I don't know about you. I I desire earnestly to hear the Lord say, well, well done, my good and faithful servant. But after all of this, what is it worth? What is it worth if you gain your, you know, the world and lose your soul? What is it worth if Come your on. children gain the world and lose their soul? Amen. What is it worth if your neighbors, like we have to have the sight and the heart and the mind of Christ to have this faith that um prayers that 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 takes time to pray these bold prayers it takes time to actually hear and know the father's heart Amen. so i'm just going to release that word and seal it with the blood of jesus y'all yes, assault the gates of hell with the blood of jesus Come assault on. every single thing that's been coming Come up on. against your life with the blood of jesus every delay Amen. every hindrance every offense come on Amen. i said what i said every single thing that would um exalt itself meaning that would make its that situation higher than the name of jesus assault it with the blood of jesus amen, amen. amen. we love you guys so much and we pray that this word blesses you and that it bears a hundredfold fruit in your life amen. and especially from sally may amen <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> <laughs> Amen. I love you guys. I'm proud of you. If you've done all of the education, I look, I mean, that is the discipline. I, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I'm knocking debt and that's it. <laughs> Amen. I love you guys.